Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. With good plays and bad plays and good news and bad news, I think that takes us into the breakout mm-hmm. of this new Pucks and Bolts episode. Hockey fans, um, we've got good news in terms of guys that got healthy enough, uh, healthy enough to play versus the Bruins last night. But then we had a little surprise, Kaylee, by finding out that Ross Colton was listed as day-to-day with an upper body injury. And that was just kind of moments before puck drop that everybody found that out. Coach Cooper didn't have much to say about it after the game, but I would think that that was more the most daunting news within the breakout. Yeah, I think it, it was it was a little confusing because I don't I don't know if if anybody specifically like remembered like when how did he get hurt what's happening yeah. but and mm-hmm. and like you said it was right before game time it was like six o'clock when the notification mm-hmm. came through. Um, that Ross Colton is out due to upper body injury. And we asked John Cooper after the game, how is Colton doing? And there wasn't really much of an answer from John Cooper. None. He, he, yeah. he kind of dismissed the question a little bit and said, you know, we'll, we'll have to see type thing. Um, right. So there's still, there's some question marks around what he's doing, how he's doing. I think in terms of good news, you know, we did see the return of Zach Bogosian. So that's, you know, just fantastic news to to note that he is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, it seems like he's maybe getting right close, getting closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Cal Foot, Cole Kepke, and Nick Perbix were all out um, mm-hmm. in addition to Ross Colton. Cole Kepke and Nick per- Perbix, they were kind of late scratches right. um, in in that game. They were listed on the game notes, so we kind of knew maybe in the morning that mm-hmm. they weren't going to, to be seen. Kepke is with an upper body injury listed as day-to-day, and Perbix with a lower body injury listed as day-to-day. Um and you know, I mean, maybe, maybe Casey, it's the case that these are some these guys are are a little bit younger and they're just wanting them to rest up. Yeah, make sure that everything is good. Um, you know, be- they don't want to get them too banged up in the season type thing. Um, Especially early on. But but even still, I mean, uh, even with some of those other guys we mentioned, aside from Ross Colton, I-, I don't know if there's like anything specific that I could point to that was like, 
oh yeah, this is when this person got hurt. Maybe it was just like something lingering is right. what I would have to imagine. Um, yeah, because I think because, of when coaches like, oh, they're a little bit more sore still than we anticipated. Yeah. So I think when that happens, they rather just kind of protect them, as you said. Yeah, and especially once now that you have a guy like Zach Bogosian back, you know, the fact that like you're not going with Perbix, like it, it's okay because you've mm -hmm. got Bogo back. Um, in right. The so um, – Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, and, and aside from that, I think that, that that's pretty much all of the the news in the breakout. Casey, now it's now it's time. Oh, wait, to there oh. is one thing that I thought to mention. Um, it okay. just popped into my head. Yeah, let's get let's <laughs> as you're talking. Um, for anyone who lives in Tampa Bay, be sure to check out onbikes.com. On bikes every single year. Um, they have anyone throughout the Tampa Bay area come together and piece together bikes to donate to, to, you know, families and, and kids and anyone else. It's typically pretty big. Most of the fitness studios in the area get involved, but this year it's Tampa Bay lightning's Pat Maroon. That'll be hosting, um, the on bikes donations, as well as the event, as well as the ride. So you can either just come and help piece together the bikes. You can bring your own bike and do the ride. Um, or you can go for the concert after at Curtis Hickson Park. So just be sure to check that out on onbikes.com. If there's a way to donate or be involved in it, it's a really fun event. I did it with my spin studio for the past three years and I'll be doing it this year as well. So anyone that wants to see Pat Maroon and low cash, I think is the band that's performing after be sure to check that out. And tis the season to give back and be involved. Oh yeah, that's great. Thanks so much for mentioning that, Casey. Yeah, that's a it's a really cool thing. Um and um yeah, I'm so glad that that, that you mentioned that. Um well then kind of switching gears, getting into uh into some game action. So we yes. the last time we spoke to you guys was before the Nashville game. So mm -hmm. the Lightning since then went up to Nashville had a pretty decent game one in overtime on a Steven Stamkos goal, which Haley uh, called it. I called it, called it. <laughs> um, and you called then, they and, <laughs> Well, maybe not all the time because last night was not as pretty of a game <laughs> um, taking on Boston. Uh, it started off pretty good and we're going to get into that, but um but eventually the Bolts ended up losing 5-3 to, mm -hmm. to Boston. Uh, Patrice Bergeron got his 1,000th career point. And um, yeah. Boston cool sure went him. out there and celebrated. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, we asked, you know, we asked Nick Paul and, and John Cooper. Um, they, they both gave him a lot of credit. They said, you know, this is a guy that, 
you know, we have a lot of respect for him. He's a, he's, you know, we've, we've heard nothing but good things about him. John Cooper even said, you know, I've gotten to, to, to be able to get to know him over the last few years. Um, and you know, he's just a really good kid. And the fact that he's, he's playing at this level still is mm-hmm. very impressive. It's, it's a hard thing to do to, to get to that Absolutely. number. So, um, you know, obviously they weren't really happy with how they played. Uh, however, they did give credit where credit is due. And, and of course, congratulations to, to Bergeron for, for that milestone. It's a pretty big milestone. So absolutely want to give him, want to give him a shout out, but, uh, Casey, let's uh, let's quickly get into the Nashville game so that we can kind of talk about yeah. what, what what happened last night. Um, Things, so, as you mentioned, were kicking off. Um, yeah, calling out Steven Stamkos and and Stammer responding. I think more importantly, the best thing here is that he's fully p- removed himself from the only PowerPoint goal uh, mm. category. And he just keeps racking up, not only in the goal column, but in the assist column at crucial moments. So you and I did talk about what they needed to do in order to beat the Nashville Predators. And for starters, of course, I got a little nervous because they didn't open the scoring, which is something that I felt so passionate about. Like, you got to open the scoring or else. Um, But they were able to bounce back after the Predators opened the scoring there. And they're... Of course, it was Forsberg that did that, but their ability to continue to build off of their even strength performances is what's helping them the most here. And what I did like is that the pre the the pucks and bolts podcast before the last, Kaylee, you, you called out the first line. You said, "Hey, first line, where are you? I want to see a little bit more of you." Well, Nikita Kucherov is the one that leveled the score. Then he ends up with two other assists that night besides his yep. one goal. So. Kucherov now leading heavily um, in the NHL with not goals, but assists and points. He's at 28 points leading into last night's game, excuse me, and 18 assists. So to have that kind of key conductor and when you asked for that first line to get more involved, I thought that that was important and very crucial to their win over the Nashville Predators who did try to load them up uh, physically and I think that they played a very disciplined game for the most part versus a team that could have caused them to be a lot more flustered. For sure. Um, that's, that's a fantastic point. And uh, yeah. And thanks for giving me a little bit of credit there. Yeah. Cause I did, I did. Of I called out that first line and I said, Hey, I want to see more from you. Uh, Nikita Kucherov gets that power play goal. Like you said, to even it up. I also really impressed by Alex Kalorn and, and you know, who's mm-hmm. been getting a little bit more in the assist column is Ian Cole. Uh, yes. We, he's been surprising. Yeah. We've seen a little bit more from him. He he's kind of a guy that you don't necessarily expect uh, a lot of points from, Mm-hmm. But he's been he's been kind of sneaky in and uh, in, in getting his name in the assist column, um, and he even got an, a goal the other day too. Yeah, um, I think for Calgary. Yeah, exactly. And so, mm-hmm. so uh, him and Alex Kalorn, because I think that Alex Kalorn was maybe the assist on his goal. So it seems like they yeah. maybe have a little bit of uh, uh, of working chemistry together. It, yeah, some chemistry there going mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, really good to see that. I'm uh, glad you mentioned that too, because I think Calgary, as well as Nashville, he was the leading defenseman with time on ice. Oh, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surpassing, uh, Mikhail Sergachev. So just the surprise is really building yeah. there for him and his role on this roster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He had 19 
um, minutes and 20 seconds um, on for, for time on ice. Yeah. Mikhail Sergachev had 25 minutes. So he's still, he, he's still let, well, Victor Hedman had 26 minutes. So uh, probably, I think Victor Hedman ended up leading that game, but yeah, not too far behind him is, is mm-hmm. Ian Cole with, with what they were able to do. Um, and just really good to see the, the, the team rally uh, in, you know, in like away territory, like on, you know, enemy ice, go out there and rally in overtime. Um, you know, the fact that killer gets the goal to tie it up, mm-hmm. um, really gets going. And then, and then Stammer delivers the overtime winner. Um, it was a fantastic game. And I, and I think it gave the bolts a lot of confidence coming into their game with Boston, a game Casey that they knew was going to be a very difficult game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they started correcting some of their mistakes. You know, you look at, um, you know, you look at some of the takeaways. The Lightning had 18 takeaways. Maybe they didn't start correcting all their mistakes. They had 21 giveaways in that yeah, game. Yeah, the giveaway column was aggressive. Oof, uh, uh, against the the Predators. Um, so that was something that they wanted to work on when they were facing Boston. Um, it, w- it was a pretty big point of emphasis. 